All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ultra Hope Girls, a Danganronpa podcast. Today, we are going to be picking Enneagrams for all of the characters in Danganronpa. If you don't know what an Enneagram is, we will tell you right after the theme song, so don't you worry, you'll be filled in on all of the info. Just a heads up, this episode will spoil... Chapter 3, Goodbye Despair. With that, let's get into it. I'm Maddie. I'm Marin. And I'm Caroline. And we're the Ultra Hope Girls. One. Two. Welcome to the Dong and Rumpa Podcast. <laughs> You're on the threshold of an amazing episode. Showtime. All right. So, hi, everybody. Welcome hey. back. We're here Hello. with another personality assessment. My yes, favorite indeed. thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I will just explain a little bit about the Enneagram, because out of the three of us, this is my idea. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the Enneagram, so I do want to talk about it a little bit. So the Enneagram is a personality assessment, and it's based on, if you Google a picture, there's like a, a hexagonal sort of like diagram that it's based on. And it's numbered one through nine, kind of like a clock with nine being at the top and then it being one, two, three, you know, and so on around the circle. The idea of the Enneagram structure itself is that it represents like a whole person. Like every person has all nine parts of this whole, but there is one part of it that like is more prominent in you as a person usually. Um, and that's why I love it is because it acknowledges that humans are very similar at the core, but we all have like places where we have strengths and weaknesses and it fits in one of these nine types most of the time for a lot of people. A lot of the info from this episode will be from the Sleeping at Last podcast. Um, check him out. He's a great musician. Love, love, love his music. And also Christopher Hertz, I think is how you pronounce his name. And he wrote a book called The Sacred Enneagram, which is where a lot of our Enneagram knowledge is coming from today. So, yeah, with that, we're going to describe the types a little bit and then get into the characters. All right. Well, I guess I'm first anyway, so it's fine. Oh, I forgot. Really, really important about the Enneagram is a lot of studies of the Enneagram have, like, little names for, the, for all the types, like the reformer or the advocate. And the names of these types came after the Enneagram itself was created by like other people putting a label on them. And I'm not a huge fan of the label on them because I think that there's a lot more to these types than this one title. But we will be referencing some of the titles today just so you have a little bit of an idea of the kind of people who might fall under this certain type. But we won't always stick to that with our analysis of the characters. All right, so type one is often known as the perfectionist. Um, the achiever, the perfectionist, the reformer are often labels used for type one. And this description is coming from truity.com. So type one places a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly. All right, and so type two is often known as the helper or the giver. Twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they can belong. And then type three is often known as the achiever slash performer slash succeeder. And type threes want to be successful and admired by other people and are very conscious of their public image. 
All right, so type fours are known as the individualists, artist, or tragic romantic, and fours want to be unique and to experience deep, authentic emotions. Type five is known as the investigator, the thinker, or the observer, and type five seek understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than other people. Type six is known as the loyalist, trooper, devil's advocate, and guardian, um, and they are preoccupied with security, they seek safety, and they like to be prepared for problems. All right, and then we've got type seven, which is known as the enthusiast, otherwise known as the generalist or dreamer. And according, according to truity.com, sevens want to have as much fun and adventure as possible and are easily bored. Then after that, we've got type eight, which is called the challenger or the leader, boss, or confronter. And eights see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Lastly, we've got type nine, which is called the peacemaker, mediator, or preservationist. And people who are type nine like to go with the flow and let the people around them set the agenda. All right, so also before we get going, we're gonna talk a little bit about wings, which are a thing in the Enneagram personality test. So. For example, someone could be a type one, the reformer, but they could wing a letter that is adjacent to either side of them. So they could be a one wing two and have like helper tendencies or one wing nine with peacemaker tendencies. Um, But yeah, that just kind of accounts for most of humanity is more complex than just one boiled down, you know, sum of traits. So that kind of accounts for that as well. So for this episode, we, instead of going through the characters like we've done in the past, like for Myers-Briggs and for some of our other personality type episodes, we're instead going to be going through the types and just discussing who we have in each group. Um, So we're going to get going with type one. I have one person in type one. I also only have one person in type one. All right. Mary, (laughs) why don't you go first? Okay. So my people in type one are Teru Teru and Chiaki. So Teru Teru I put in there because he, we don't get to see a lot of him, but he's very perfectionistic with his food and critical of himself when he sees himself failing. Um, Like when we see him cooking in that first chapter, he is like, oh, like, do you like the food? It's really good, right? Like you're enjoying it, right? Like he always critiques himself. And so I kind of saw that as a little bit of a perfectionist. Um, And then for Chiaki, I have her as a one wing nine. I thought that she's very much a leader and a decision maker, but she does so by kind of making peace with the group. Like she brings in other people's views. She's very principled and reassuring, trusting. So I put her in there. Interesting. Thank you. Caroline, why don't you go next? Okay. So my one person in type one, ha ha ha, is Mahiru. I have her as a one wing two and the one wing two, some common traits are that they're very aware of the needs of others and they're also very principled Um, and they make ethical choices, but they're easily frustrated, which is a strong weakness of the one wing twos. And she's very, very critical of others, which is another weakness of the one wing two. And so I kind of like saw that as Mahiru Yeah, no, I actually, I was going to say that was the like personality type that I almost put her in and I decided something else, but like, I totally see it. Yeah, dude. Yes. (laughs) I also have my hero as my number one. And um, what's really interesting is that when I took, so I've taken the Enneagram test like two or three times in my life, 
one or two times, like was like a year ago for some leadership seminar or something. And then I took another one like three days ago before <laughs> recording this episode. And I had always like been, the tests had always told me that I am a five, but the test I took like three days ago said I was a one, which is kind of interesting. I, I don't know if I agree with it, but I can see one tendencies in myself. Um, I definitely am a perfectionist when it comes to my schoolwork and a lot of things like that. And um, yeah, I, I listed my hero as a one because I think according to the website that I looked at, um, truity.com, ones can be, they're very diligent. They're very hardworking. They have high standards for themselves, um, but they can be kind of stubborn. They can be kind of rigid in their beliefs. And to me that, that feels like my hero. And she's like, you're a boy, you're supposed to act like this, like blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes she <laughs> is a little bit rigid in her opinions. And, um, but she's always, you know, trying to, I think, do the right thing in most ways. And so, yeah. All right. Ready to move to two. Yeah. Okay. I have two in the twos. Wow. Me too. <laughs> but, um, Me <okay>. three? <laughs> you just ruined it. <laughs> okay. So the one that I have in two that I think we're going to agree on is Mekon. Um, I have her as a two wing three um, because she's very generous and people pleasing, self-sacrificing to a fault, but she's also super image conscious. Like the idea of her being seen as like in a negative light by anyone, um, including Hyoko, is very apparent. Like she's like, why are you calling me this and no one else? And like, so yeah, so I, I winged to the three. Um, and then the other person I have in there is Nekomaru, um, which I was honestly going to put him in my type. I'm a three wing two, but I don't think he really cares that much about his self image. So I put him in a two wing three as well, because he's very empathetic, sincere and friendly, but he's also got kind of the charming and self-assured like diplomatic traits of a three. And so I kind of saw him as like a leader. I hear brother. Okay. So I will do the ones we have, which I have both of those in my twos as well. So I have me kidding as a two wing one actually, but you know, we got the two vibes out here. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, we're not here to fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. Um, so I put her in there because, and I was actually very much tossing up like one and three for her because I think that she just kind of like, you know, has a lot of traits. I was focusing a lot on like the uh, goal of the two wing one, which is that they, at the end of the day, like all of us, but like, I think this applies to Megan desires love and acceptance and is very good at recognizing the needs of others, which I think the one trait has like, I recognize that you need this help. And so I will help you. And she's kind of, you know, good at that and all that jazz. Um, very self-critical, but yeah. And then Nekomaru, I also have as a two wing three baby, um, which is so wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's has an upbeat attitude. He's adaptable passion for saving others, clear communicator, um, tendency to become competitive. <laughs> You know, I was like, this is, I, I think that's when I read it and I was like, Nekomaru. <laughs> um, yeah, that one was pretty easy for me. Yeah. And then, so my other two is actually Teru Teru. Um, and I had him, I was debating on two wing one, but I ended up just sticking with a straight two because 
when judging the characters that I don't love so much in this game, I ended up having to look at like the worst version of a two, like, because that's how I see this character in my eyes. And so I needed to see that the worst version of the type. And um, a darker side of a two is becoming intrusive of others because they want to be needed so bad and desire acceptance. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I had him in a two. So I also had Mikan as a two. Um, I feel like that one is very straightforward. I mean, she she's a nurse. She has chosen a career that is dedicated to helping and serving people. You know, like that's her entire oh. shout out to Merit. Hey. Hello. <laughs> um, not gonna lie, I almost put Mikan as a six. Um, the website that I was looking at described six as the, the term they used for a six was the skeptic. And um, I know there are a few different terms for it, but sixes were described as like they can be kind of anxious and like they can need reassurance. They sometimes need, they feel, if they feel insecure, like they really need kind of like something to like reassure them. And um, I felt like in a lot of ways that could be Mekon, but I ended up putting her as a two because I, I think that like it's possible to be a two and just be an anxious person. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I was coming from. And then you guys might disagree with it. I mean, obviously you didn't have this person listed as a two, but, um, and I wasn't sure about it either. I had a hard time with this one. I was like, I don't know if she's a two, but I didn't know where else to put her. And so um, I put Pecco as a two because part of what was listed as like traits of the two is that they value self-sacrifice and they're willing to sacrifice a lot for the people that they love. And that is Pecco. Like, self-sacrifice, I mean, literally. I actually just realized that I forgot one of my ones. So this is going well. It's Pecco. (laughs) 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 Because I was like, what did I put her as? Um, I put her as a one-wing two um, because she's very principled, self-controlled. But she, like Maddie said, she's so self-sacrificing for the people that she loves and so yeah I totally see that totally totally see that Um, I would actually I I didn't put wings when I was going through my notes the first time because I like didn't fully understand the concept of wings but I would probably at this point put her as a two wing one actually Mm -hmm. so I think I agree with you on that one I have no threes really I don't either what Whoa! <laughs> I, um, I, actually, I thought this was going to be like Hogwarts where you guys were like on the same page and I was like Hufflepuff! Like, I, <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay. Um, I have two people that I wasn't able to do the wing thing for because the numbers I was split with on them were not adjacent. The characters that I have, like, this person could either be a three or something else, like possible threes are um Biakria and actually Sonia and I wasn't sure about the Sonia one but there is a lot to be said about the three and their image like I know we've said like the three um what I I read it as being called the achiever the three is very concerned with their public image I have four fours (laughs) no kidding yeah baby okay I've checked through my list a couple times I feel pretty confident that I have three (laughs) Okay. I only have one. Wow. But I okay. think this is one that we're all going to have. So, Marin, go for it. 
Okay, so my first person in group four is Hajime, and I have him as a four wing three because fours are like melancholy and okay that well melancholical and they self-pity themselves a lot but he's also very image conscious you know like he wants to be seen by the people he's around and everyone around him has talents and he can't remember his and that causes a lot of strain for him when he's trying to connect with people and so I put him in that category um my next type four is Gundam because Gundam, I had him as just a plain type four, um, because he's very dramatic, very expressive, and very self-absorbed. Like, he's emotionally honest, but he's so withdrawn, and he doesn't connect really with the people around him. I think he struggles to do that, um, so I definitely put him there. Um, and then my last type four is uh, Kazuichi, and I have him as a four-wing three as well. I had a really tough time with him, to be super honest. Yeah, he was super, I don't know, hard to place. I have him there because he also kind of self-pities himself. Like, he, that's redundant. But he is just like, wow, I, all these girls don't like me. Oh, like, I feel so bad for myself. When in reality, it's because of the way he acts. And it's like, you don't deserve that pity. He's very dramatic. And I think he's also image conscious. Like he's like, who's going to be like the woman on my arm? You know, like, I don't know. I think he's very weird about things like that. So I put him there, but I don't, I'm not super sold on that. Hey, you're valid. Thank you. All right. Are we ready to dive into my four fours? Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I will go in order that I did them. So my first four, is Gundam Tanaka. Um, He is always seeking identity separate from others. He fears having no significance, always himself, very dramatic and emotional, like, in his way. So, like, that is a four. Fours are often, like, artists and actors often fall into the four category. That's a generalization. I'm not a four, and I am an artist and an actor. But, you know, that kind of gave me those vibes. And then I have Chiaki, as a four wing five. Um, and I had her there because I focused less on her leadership and more on the way she um, analyzes information, I guess, um, because she's creative, intellectual, and she's able to um, be objective when faced with analysis. Um, she's very reserved and withdrawn, seeks personal impact and identity and difficulty focusing on real world problems because I totally see her kind of stuck in the clouds with the video games and all things. And she often compares things that are happening to video games. That's kind of where I got that from. I um, love that. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Steve. Yeah. And then Hajime, <laughs> I had as a four wing three, baby. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, desires significance slash legacy. I saw that and I said, Hajime. Um, and he also <laughs> seeks uniqueness, individuality and understands others' feelings, but also has self-doubt. Um, yeah, I, I, what all you said, Marin, I, I agree tenfold. Um, and then my last four is Fuhiko. Fuhiko is withdrawn from large groups, and he has a general awareness of his own growth. Um, and this is kind of like, I'll just make up the generalization. His character arc through the game, I think, follows a four very much because he's like able to see where he can improve. And he's very aware of like, what's going on there and he also reacts strongly and emotionally to big events that occur 
I am really, really shocked actually that my one person that I have as a four did not come up as either of you guys as fours. Oh because man. This is my only four. This person, I was like, oh my God, hands down, four no, can be nothing else. So I'm like really shocked that you guys um, did not have this person as a four, but hey, that's totally okay. Um, it's just interesting to see, like, um, I don't know, our different takes on a character, I guess. But sure. um, I had Ibuki as my four. And I thought, like, the description of a four as, like, the individualist was literally, like, it made me think about Ibuki, like, the whole time I was reading it. Because it's, like, so I'm gonna, I want to read off a couple of bullet points from truity.com about um, a four. It says they have a distinctive inner and outer presentation, prominent artistic outlets, quirky and endearing, strong sense of identity, passionate about self-expression. I mean, that's Ibuki. Like, that, to me, that screams Ibuki. It's, it talks about authenticity, self-expression. Um, it talks about how they can sometimes push against other people who they feel are trying to make them conform in any way. And that, to me, screams Ibuki. I mean, she, she quit her band because of creative differences and is doing, like, screamo, punk rock. Like, just, yeah, I, 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 can't, I couldn't think of anywhere else. Like, I literally don't think I could think of anywhere else to put her but it'll be interesting well, to just see what you, you guys wait. <laughs> well we disagree maddie <laughs> um, <laughs> i will say i'm changing my tune on hajime though i we can get to that one later but i had him somewhere else but i really was unsure and now hearing you guys talk about it i i get on i jump on the train i'd say hajime is a four i like that i do i do want to comment i i think this is my own like sort of like stereotype of a four which is problematic because many fours are very different people, but um, fours in my mind are like quieter people. And so I think that that's why Ibuki didn't like come as like a red flag, like, oh, Ibuki's a four, even though what all you said is very valid. Um, I think that that's a stereotype that often is coincided with the four personality type. Interesting. Okay. Shall we move on to Cinco? Cinco de Mayo? (laughs) Okay. Type five. I have none. I have zero. Caroline, we are vibing. We are out here, brother. <laughs> wow. Um, I also kind of have zero. I, okay. Maddie. But I, <laughs> I go Maddie, off. I also kind of have zero. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Hit us. I don't have anyone who has like, yes, this person is a five. I have like possible fives once again. And one of them, I actually was gonna guess like possibly Hajime, but I yeah, I've changed my tune after hearing you guys talk about him possibly being a four. I like that better. And the other one that I had that I thought could have been a five was Gundam. And because it talked about like, you know, being more reserved, liking to take a step back and kind of observe what's going on instead of like directly inserting yourself into situations. And like, when it says you're more comfortable, like as a five, you might be more comfortable with data than with people. I'm like, if you substitute data for animals, <laughs> have Gundam. You know who is a five? Is me and Kyoko. Yeah, amen. I literally was like, oh, easy. <laughs> Kyoko's a five. Wait, this is for the second game. Shoot. <laughs> I had to like think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Up next is six. Um, yeah, so type six has this weird, unique rule. I don't know why. I, I, I forget the reason why, but there are two types of type sixes. And type six also is the most common, most of the time, personality type of most people. Fun fact. It's not by a lot, but it's, you know, because most of them are pretty evenly split, but um, just by a little bit. Um, and I'm reading this from Trudy.com, which Maddie sent me. Uh, so there are two types of sixes. There's the phobic six and the counterphobic six, and it's how they deal with their nervous energy that makes them different. Um, so phobic sixes deliberately move away from the sources of fear and tend to fly under the radar. They're open and expressive with their vulnerabilities and weaknesses so others can understand their situation and line of thought. This is their prime defense mechanism to avoid being manipulated. And then counterphobic sixes, on the other hand, possess a high-strung, irrational fear of fear itself, which may paradoxically translate to rule-breaking. They keep up an image of independence on the surface, a tough exterior to shield their persistent internal uncertainty. Um, but yeah. The first person I have in six is Byakuya. Um, I have him as a six-wing five because he likes to foresee problems, foster cooperation, but he also becomes very defensive, evasive, and anxious um, when stress comes into play. He has like kind of problems with suspicion, although you could argue they're not problems since he gets murdered, <laughs> lol. Um, and then he's also very isolated and intense because in the first chapter, you see him see a problem, go into intense like, I need to control the situation by gathering everyone together um, and searching everyone, like, intensely before. Yeah, so I just, I, I don't know. I kind of thought that, that that fit him a little bit. So my other people are Sonia. I put Sonia as a six-wing seven, um, which Sonia, I'm not sure about this one. I had a really hard time with her, too. Um, but some of the adjectives in six were reliable, hardworking, trustworthy and self-reliant which I really saw as her and then sevens kind of have that high-spirited playful personality which I thought was her she's very hard-working you can put your trust in her but she comes off a little bit ditzy sometimes um, even though in like if you break through the exterior she's very kind of comfortable with herself lastly I had Mahiru actually as a six wing five um but I I really like your guys's pick earlier I have to be honest um but I have her there because again some of the adjectives were responsible defiant and suspicious as well as perceptive and isolated and so she's kind of like she's the most responsible of anyone there I mean she, like I think she's the mom friend she's yeah. the mom friend <laughs> everyone else is like losing their minds and she's like get it together people <laughs> she's like, yeah. i'm bringing nagito food <laughs> <laughs> literally um all right so i also have three sixes like marin um but Ooh. none of them are the same <laughs> so my first six which i'm not in love with i kind of loved you guys's earlier explanation of this character but i had peko 
because sixes are big honorers of commitment um, to people and protecting others. And they have the ability to consider logic and emotions, which I think Pecco balances very, very well with her relationship with Fihiko as like a workplace proximity relationship. And also <laughs> like, you know, being in love with him, debatably. Um, and also hardworking and responsible, similar to what Marin had said about Mahiru. Um, yeah, so Pecco. And now for, I'm a type six and I was a little, uh, sad I put these two in this category with me, but here we go. All right. First <laughs> one is Hiyoko. Um, and I had to do the same thing I did with Teru Teru and look up the worst version of a six. At their worst, they become panicky, volatile, take emotions out on others by berating them. And I was like, yep, <laughs> that's our gal. Um, yep. But I am a six wing seven and she's just a six in my book. So we're all good. <laughs> um and then Kazuichi I had as a six wing seven baby um afraid of losing security um dedicating themselves to a cause aka Sonia um <laughs> difficulty re reconciling negative emotions literally the entire game is him doing that I also had Kazuichi as a six wing seven um, the vibes. Yes, the, <laughs> the vibes six, are back. <laughs> literally, every time I have something that's the same answer as Caroline's, I feel good because I'm like, Caroline knows any of them. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> that's um, how I'm judging my job here today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, I had Kazuichi as a six wing seven because I almost put him as a seven wing six, and then I was like, no, I think the six is more prominent because he is very insecure like I think he's the model of an unhealthy six I think like Caroline was saying a little bit he's he's insecure and he is a little bit clingy and he is a little he's very clingy <laughs> Marin is like what are you talking about he's a little clingy but he yeah. also has a streak to him where um seven being the enthusiast where he kind of just wants to have a good time like he just wants to have fun he's like yeah let's go to the beach like hang out with some girls and then he freaks out because of Sonia. But um, yeah. And what's interesting is I have, so I have two sixes and um, one of which I have listed as a phobic six and one of which I have listed as a counterphobic six. I had Kazuichi as a phobic six um, and I have Byakuya as a counterphobic six. And so... I, yes, Marin, I completely agree with you. I feel like, so the six is the personality that is like always preparing for worst case scenario. They are constantly looking for what could go wrong. What do we do about this? What's going to happen? Like what's, we need to have a game plan. And that is Byakuya this entire game, well, entire first chapter because he dies, rip. But that's him <laughs> for the entirety of his role in this game. He's like, oh no, there's a death threat. I'm going to make a party so no one can kill each other. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do body checks. I'm going to keep all the weapons together. Like, we're just going to, he does everything to make sure that the worst case scenario doesn't happen. And unfortunately it still happens. But yeah, that's, that's, that's him in this, this game. For sure. I, I also, <laughs> Hiyoko, something about Hiyoko. Oh, the thing that is tough about like these characters who are like awful is it's hard to know like what within their character is making them that way so my interpretation of Hyoko is you know 
that she lashes out at others because she can't face her own anxious insecurities and her in literal incompetence to be a person um you know yeah true that yeah internal i think internal like wow i can't think of words in my brain i want you to know i literally thought of like mcchicken internal mcchicken (laughs) i meant motivations That's where we're at today. So internal McChickens um, are really hard to, to identify in characters, you know? Like, is it's it... It's an actor's secret. <laughs> the McChicken is the actor's secret. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> are we ready to move to sevens? Yes. My sevens, I have two. Uh, the first one, Maddie, actually, is Ibuki um, because sevens are extroverted, spontaneous, and impulsive. And that, to me, was Ibuki. I actually didn't have a hard time with her either. Um, so I was super surprised when you said that. Like, I think, like Caroline said, you put her as a, a five, right? Four. Four. A four, sorry. Four. And fours were like artists. So I totally see that because she's an artist, you know, but kind of like what Caroline said, I took it as more the extroverted, the next thing out of my mouth won't make any sense. McChickens are motivation. Like, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. yeah that, that's what she was to me, at least. Very fair. Um, yeah. And then uh, my other seven is Akane. And I have her as a seven wing eight. Um, because Akane is very scattered and also spontaneous and she kind of has many talents that she doesn't really like limit herself but okay and then I put her as a seven wing eight because eights are very confrontational and assertive and I mean she's confrontational and assertive true I mean couldn't have said it better myself ring-a-ding-ding all right so I have Ibuki Miyota as a Whoa. seven wing six Ooh, um, values happiness and optimism of course we that's her life like she just lives <laughs> in happiness and optimism um gets bored easily difficulty focusing and likes to form relationships with others and i had her as a six just because of the way that she reacts when murders happen because she gets very like like her mouth thumbs like literally and like I was like yeah okay you have a little bit of that in you as well so that's where the six came from and then for my other seven I have Akane Owari as seven wing eight baby um yeah she stays high energy and positive most of the time natural self-confidence screams Akane assertive being perceived as impatient or blunt literally Akane um yeah she has that like sort of combative nature of the eight but yeah I also had Akane seven and though I didn't put wings in my OG descriptions I would absolutely put her as a seven wing eight because seven um as I would call it the enthusiast according to yes yes the enthusiast the enthusiast um the to my understanding the seven is the person who just like wants to have a good time kind of like I said with what cause with Kazuichi but like she I feel like she doesn't have a ton of brain cells but she wants to have a good time like she's out here she you know she just wants to do her thing and definitely the wing eight I mean confrontation she's constantly wanting to fight somebody like how could she not be and then I actually had Sonia as a seven because it said something about like um, my my re- my research my research <laughs> said something about um, it, it talks about childlike enthusiasm and energy as well as a wide range of interests 
They are typically well-liked and popular among their peers. And that to me felt like Sonia. She um, has a lot of like really quirky interests that you don't expect to come from someone of her background. She's constantly like looking at things with like curiosity and that kind of like, I think that childlike spark um, a little bit. And she, yeah. And, and she's a literal princess. So obviously, obviously she's like popular. She has that, but, um, and then my last person, and I don't actually, in, in hindsight, I don't think this is correct, but I put Teru Teru as a seven. Um, I kind of don't think anymore that that's accurate. At first I was thinking, oh, he doesn't seem very like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I literally have no idea what I'm trying to say right now. I, mean, I was he like, he's like super extroverted. You yeah, know? he's, like, he's extroverted he's constantly wanting to be around people he wants to experience new things I mean he's a cook so obviously he has a very wide range of like tastes in food and like wants to I could see him being a kind of guy who just wants to try new things (laughs) I feel like the seven is maybe more of a laid-back kind of personality maybe I'm wrong about that but territory no I'm I'm seeing no's okay never mind so but um (laughs) Marin's like uh, I think I think I read they have problems with impatience and impulsiveness and they're ah. playful, high-spirited, and extroverted. So I don't know if okay, they're ma- back, but there's probably some who are. Yeah. yeah, maybe he is a seven then because I was like, you know, if he's just like, I don't think he's just like, oh, I'm a free spirit because he has anxiety as well. Like, if, clearly he has a lot of anxiety. I mean, he just like sometimes will shake. Just like, oh, and it, the words, I love when the words <laughs> pop up, tear, 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 and he's like shaking. The only thing I like about his character um, yep. is when that occurs. Are we ready to move on to eight? I think I have a handful of eights. So my two eights, um, I have Fuyuhiko as one of them, um, which I I had a really hard time with him. And Caroline, I have to say your description earlier, I really liked. Or maybe it was Maddie. But someone said earlier about him and like how he makes like decisions or something. And I really liked that. Um for eights, eights are decisive, confrontational, and they have problems showing their emotionality. And that kind of hit me as Fuyuhiko because he doesn't show his emotions until after Peko dies. And it's like, buddy, that's way too late. Like, you know, if you'd done that a little earlier, you know, and then confrontational, obviously, most of what he says to you, if not all in chapter one is a curse word. So yeah, I put him there. Um, And then Hyoko, I also have as a type eight, because again, confrontational, she's very self-confident, and she's also very intimidating. So that's who I have in in eight. Um, So like off of your like direct things, and I'm sure Maddie has both those people in eight as well. I, um, I, before like reading through every description and like putting people places, I like took a guess on a couple, like, and Fuyuhiko and Hyoko I had as eights originally. So I just, I, I understand oh, nice. why Thank you can have them in there. So there you go. Wow. I feel accomplished. I love you. Um, okay. I have Byakuya as an eight wing nine, baby, um, because he leads others. He's a healthy eight. Eights have a very bad rap of being like the worst like and being like ah all the time which is like so that's so like rude of us for putting that on them because they're really great people like they they are like at their best truly like and like healthy eights are awesome people um leading others tendency to be stubborn and rigid that really hit me because he 
is not willing to be flexible with his leadership. He takes over immediately and then he, you know, there's no change. He's like, y'all, this is how it be. Right. Naturally confident. And also I believe the label for eight wing nine is the diplomat. And I really heard that for him. I felt it in my soul. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was, that was why I had him as an eight. Felt it in your soul. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I did, baby. Um, I also have Fuyuhiko and Hyoko as eights. Because for me, the way I read into it, the eight is the person who, I guess, so the healthy description of the eight is like, this is a person who stands up for what they believe in. Like, they do not let anyone, like, suppress them. They do not, like, they never become a doormat for anybody. They're always, like, saying what they think. And so, and then the unhealthy eight would be like, yeah, to the point of being really stubborn, being really headstrong, yelling at people, like getting really angry and really confrontational. And yeah, that is Fuyuhiko and that's also Hyoko in slightly different ways. But um, like Hyoko is just a- angry and like bratty all the time. But Fuyuhiko kind of gets the redemption arc where he kind of calms down a little bit and then is able to actually communicate and like stand up for like good things. Um, those are my first two eights. And my third eight is Nakamaru. Um, and I, yeah, I have him as an eight because he's always the one who's like, show some spirit, like speak from your diaphragm when you introduce yourself. <laughs> like literally he's like the first time he meets Hajime or whatever, he's like, yell your name louder. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and not to say that he's an eight just because he yells a lot, but I think that he is never afraid to speak up and like really just be out there and like speak up for what he believes in. But Marin, I also have to say, I really liked your description of him as a two, um, as the helper. Cause I feel like in a way that's, that's really true as well, because he wants to help people. Like he is, um, he's not, he doesn't think of himself mostly. He's thinking of other people and he's looking out for other people. He's literally the team manager. He is. Like, he is ultimate <laughs> hype man. He is, yeah. And so he's constantly just, like, he's he's the biggest cheerleader of everybody. And that, I can see that working in either an eight-way or a two-way. All right. We ready for our last category? The process of el- elimination. I'm, like, proud of all of us for having one sim- specific person in this category. <laughs> Truly. Oh, my God. I just realized who you're talking about. You're right. Yeah. I think that's the only one I have there. Because I was out here like, I'm pretty sure he's this, but like the label of this type is the peacemaker. So (laughs) literally, oh my God. (laughs) We can get into that. (laughs) I did not think that he was going to be, that you guys were going to agree with where I put him. I didn't think you guys were going to agree with any of mine. (laughs) really good <laughs> okay so for nagito I hey yo um nines are agreeable optimistic supportive they simplify problems and they minimize anything that's upsetting i mean that last line especially is our boy but like he he takes anything despair and says not important you know, we're going to be hope. We're going to overcome. Everyone can gather together and move on. And it's like, he's a very, I think, unhealthy nine where it's just denial constantly versus recognizing it and like moving past it. 
um, it being problems. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I put them there. That was one of the easiest ones for me actually to, to do. Is I really? Because like, that was same. a tough one for me, but he ended up in the same spot. So yeah, had Nagito as a nine. Um, I would debate he's a healthy nine. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> Delusions of grandeur here. Um, all right. So he's a nine. I had him as a nine wing one because at the end of the day, he does have his own agenda going on. Um, and yeah. so easily seeing many sides, he's out here like hope and then like, but accomplishing hope in multiple different ways, like, oh, you know, and that kind of stuff. And then desire to help others get away with murder, um, <laughs> deeply rooted motivations, like that hit me hard. I said, yes, nine one one overcritical of themselves literally his whole character is self-deprecation mm. mm-hmm. and then for my other nine i have two nines oh. is sonia never mind um and i put her in nine so i actually sonia and i are apparently according to a personality quiz online the most similar and i thought i was a nine for a very 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 long time thought i was a type nine um, I'm not. I, I have come to that conclusion. But um, nines seek peace and harmony, calm and adaptive, mediating conflict and supporting and reassuring others. And I really see Sonia as a very peacemaker-y leader. And like the way she lets down Kazuichi is like in the most like chill way I've ever seen anyone lay down any other person. Like she's like, no, I'm not interested in you. And he's like, Miss Sonia, no, but she's like, that's it for her, and she's done, and she doesn't deal with the conflict anymore, and I I just really see her as the peacemaker. I actually feel pretty strongly about that um, for her being an iron, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you remember, but I did not feel strongly. I had a really hard time with her, Um, but it's actually interesting. You're a a six-wing seven now, Caroline? Yeah. That's what I put her as. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like... (laughs) is she the incorrect Caroline (laughs) but yeah no I I definitely didn't um have a super strong take on Sonia I could see Sonia being a nine yeah I kind of like that so yes I also had Nagito as a nine and I think that Nagito is not a peacemaker because he creates chaos throughout the entire (laughs) he's a chaos maker he's a chaos maker yes um but at the same time like he is like so laid back to the point of it just being absurd you know he's like you guys can kill me like I don't care I'll help you out like you know he's like it's all for hope like it'll all be fine and like just he just lets people do whatever they want yeah he's kind of a go with the flow kind of guy (laughs) um but also being insanely idealistic and also um yes the self-deprecation as well the low self-esteem the unhealthy nine um yeah and then my last nine Chiaki and I actually felt very strongly that Chiaki was a nine this was another one kind of like Ibuki where I was surprised um when you guys put her in a different category because I was like I feel like Chiaki is just such a nine because calm collected demeanor a zen-like presence a mellow and soothing voice and a wide circle of acquaintances like just it's like these silly things that make me think of her though she's so like She's a calming presence. Like, she never gets worked up. She's always very, like, it'll be okay. Like, don't worry. That's That that felt like a nine. She feels like a nine kind of gal to me. I put her as a one-wing nine. So 
I cool, actually cool. had some of those vibes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was also, I was going to say that, again, like I said, I had guessed a couple what I think thought they would be before. I had her as a nine wing eight. Because, Ooh. you know, she's got that peacemaker vibes, but she's like, shut up, Nagito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Nagito, Will you stop talking? shut up. <laughs> so. And, and then he's just like. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We need to get Friskies to sponsor us. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> we are going to move into our Bedwed Behead segment, and today we are going to be going through the characters that we all agreed on, which is Mikon, Akane, and Nagito. All right, so Maddie, you want to go first? Sure, I already know my answer. Um, I thought I was like, oh, this is going to be a difficult one, and now I'm like, no, this isn't difficult. Um, for me, at least. I would wed Akane, bed Nagito, and behead Mikan. I'm sorry. I know you guys love Mikan. I'm not as much of a fan. I respect her, but I do have no desire to um, wed her or bed her, probably. Um, and so, yeah, she'd be out of those three. I'd behead her. I would bed Nagito because, I don't know, he's, like, not bad looking. Like, he's kind of scary, but I, I guess he's cute. <laughs> It's <laughs> kind of scary, but I guess he's cute. Um, Maddie. <laughs> put that on a sticker. Um, no, please don't. I'm kidding. Um, and then I would wed Akane because she's probably my fave out of those three. I think that we would eat a lot of food together. We would work out together. You know, she's not the brightest bulb, but she's cool. And um, I think that we would have fun. All right. Um, I would also behead Mikan. Um, my love for oh, Mikan okay. is purely platonic. I think she would be horrible in our relationship. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, so I'd behead her. Um, I would actually bed Akane and wed Nagito because a life with Nagito would be a never-ending pile of confusion, and <laughs> that sounds great. Um, <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> like you would get like no, all these he would crazy just things happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually do really like Nagito. He is definitely certifiably insane, but I love him as a character. I absolutely get the hype. And like, I oh, yeah. would, I think he would be so fun to date. I don't know about marriage, but I would much rather marry him and have every day be exciting than marry Akane, where she would be like loving and fun, but not really there. You know, like I know Nagito would listen and he would try and you know, help me achieve my dreams. You know, that's really valid. Can I that is a my answer? good point. Thank you. Was that too deep for bed wet behead? No, no, I was gonna, way shorter. <laughs> I was gonna say, can I change my answer now? <laughs> you may. You yes. Well allow it. in bed Akane because yeah, like I do love Akane, but you're kinda right. It, okay, it might get a little boring. I don't yeah. know. Nagito the prospect of being married to Nagito scares me a little bit. But it also seems kind of exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Still living in constant fear. <laughs> um, that would be Mekon's life with anyone. Oh my god. Okay, my answer is very different. So I would behead Nagito only because I don't think I could wet or bed him. Honestly, that would be so bad for my mental health. Both of those options. Valid. Yeah, so no. Um, I would bed Mekon because she's cute, and I would wed Akane, because 
I think Akane honestly would be a really good match for me in a lot of ways. I, I, I respect people who go after what they want and are driven in their thing that they enjoy. And I think she'd be a very supportive partner um, and very like, yes, Caroline, kill it. Thank you guys for listening in today. We hope that you enjoyed this Enneagrams episode. Uh, just so you know, we do have a Patreon. So if you are able to support us in any way, the smallest amount you can donate per month is $2. And it really helps us to be able to create more content for you all. We also have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Amino, and just about every social media you can think of. So please give us a follow. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what Enneagram types you are and if they match up with any of the characters that we talked about today. We hope that you have a great week and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.